Hey guys, it's Fo. Welcome to the Girl Talk with Fo podcast, where I talk faith, finances, and business, and I teach you how to dump debt, build bank, and create the life you want. Let's talk. Hello, 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 guys. I know you're like, who is this voice? I haven't heard her in forever. And I'm over here dusting off the the microphone here, guys. I am back and I'm so glad to be back. I'll be honest with you guys. When I said that I was taking a break, I had in mind when I thought I would be back. But let me tell you, it's like when you go on vacation from work, you get this taste of what it's like, for me at least, the taste of what it's like to not have to come home from work to get back to doing work. And I was just like, oh, I like this. I like this. And I don't know when I'm coming back. So I'm back, and the funny thing is, I, I again, I had a date in mind when I was going to return, and it just didn't pan out. Y'all, I was in like full rest mode, and then work was really picking up. I hired some new employees, and things were just getting intense at work. In fact, I am coming off the heels of the most intense week I've had at work. But anyway, my husband and I were talking about the business finances and he reminded me, he was like, you know, we paid for a full year of SoundCloud already. So you just letting it sit out there like that. <laughs> and so that was like the kick in the butt that I needed to be like, OK, OK, I'm coming back because, y'all, I got money on the line right now. Not that I was going to neglect you all, um, which if you're in the sewing community, I really just kind of just left y'all. And I'm sorry, but um, I didn't want to do it to the podcast because the podcast is helping so many people. You guys are sharing it it was still growing when I wasn't even producing new content which I find absolutely crazy like I've been away from social media like really being engaged in social media I just post I respond to comments I'm not really on there like that anymore after I took my break and I'll talk more about that but like things have been growing like crazy like people have been subscribing to the podcast even though I haven't been posting anything new People have been on our email newsletter, joining the VIP squad. The Facebook group is growing. Instagram has like taken off. And then I log into Twitter today, which I never do. And I like, I'm getting followed. I'm getting retweeted. My my articles are being retweeted. I found out I was like featured on a, another article on a website. Like it's been a lot going on. And when I tell you I have not been doing anything I have not been doing anything outside of planning something super dope that's coming up, but I'll tell you guys about that in another episode. So guys, I did not know I was going to be going this long, but I appreciate you sticking with me and just being the great tribe that you are. So let's jump into today's episode. Today's episode is going to be talking about what I was doing for the past several weeks. It's been at least a month at this point. Um, but quite honestly, guys, I have been reprioritizing my life. I was doing all the things, and I think I mentioned this in the previous episode where I told you guys where I was taking a break. I have been working, doing the podcast, contributing um, to other websites, doing my own website, not to mention servicing clients. Like, it's been a whole lot going on. And it got to the point where I was like, I need a break. Not only from the work, but I needed a spiritual reset. I needed a physical reset. Like, everything needed to be reset. So I actually took some time away to take a break, but I also went on a fast. And of course, I didn't publicize this because, you know, you don't need to tell people that you're on a fast. But I was on a fast 
And um, that was, if you guys are wondering if you've never done a fast before, this was not um, a full out fast. Like I've done a fast where I haven't eaten for like seven days, but this one was more like the Daniel fast. And then if you guys remember my episode with Kimberly on health, she has a detox program that for me at the time being vegan was a lot more um, strict than the Daniel fast. So I was like, okay, let me do like a combination of both. So your girl was eating lettuce and <laughs> raw vegetables for 21 days, which was great because I came out of that with more um, knowledge around my health than anything else. Like it was more to be a spiritual fast, which it was. Um, you know, my husband and I joined together in this and it was a spiritual thing because we were expecting God for some great things. But I learned a lot about my health during those 21 days. And you guys may have caught that when I said at the time on a vegan diet, I am no longer vegan. <laughs> and I know some of y'all are like, what? Oh my gosh, not the animals. Um, first of all, I never went vegan for the animals. I went vegan for the weight loss and it backfired. And during this fast, I learned exactly why. I apparently had been eating all the wrong foods for my body. And even though they were healthy, and I did that with air quotes, they weren't good for me. So I don't know if I've ever mentioned this here. I don't know if it was ever a need, but I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before somewhere. But years and years ago, I, ran, I came across this book called Eat Right for Your Blood Type. And I read it, and um, I never took heed to it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a good, interesting scientific book talking about things that you shouldn't eat. Never paid any, any attention. Um, and then during this fast, I got extremely sick. Like, my stomach was in pain. And this isn't the first time I've had that issue. And I assumed it to be, like, acid reflux. Because my mom has acid reflux and some other stuff or whatever. And I was like, okay, maybe I have acid reflux. So months ago, like last year, I went to the doctor about it. And she gave me what you would imagine, like acid reflux pills and things to um, reduce the acid in my stomach and all that stuff. It didn't work. Besides the fact that I do not like taking medicine. I'm one of those people like, let me figure out how to do it. Um, pray it away and naturalize it away with some oils and some just let me sit down and let it work its course before I like to take medicine. So medicine is always the last resort for me. So anyway, that medicine didn't work. So I knew it couldn't be acid reflux. So the same issue came up again during this fast. And I was able to link it back to I had eaten like tomatoes or something. And tomatoes are just terrible for me. And so I was like, let me read this book again. And sure enough, everything that I was eating, I was eating tomatoes, I was eating chickpeas, I was eating avocado, like all those things in that book, according to my blood type, are poison to my, boy, poison to my body. So um, nonetheless, I kind of chatted with Kimberly, who is also like my mentor and health coach. And I was like, Kimberly, like I'm taking this thing seriously now because I felt terrible. When I tell you, it was days of recovery from just eating like a little bit of tomato. And so um, because I I can't eat any of those things that I had been eating before, like the, um, the heavy carb type stuff, like the chickpeas, tomatoes, avocados, um, well, avocados more heavy in fat, like nuts some of the nuts and all that so peanuts and um gluten and all that stuff like because I cut out those which were like my lifeline as a vegan I picked up meat 
and not just like all kinds of meat. Like I'm still super picky and I want to eat healthy, but the meat that it recommended for my blood type, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat deer meat. Like, I'm sorry, I'm from the country, but I just don't, I'm not going to eat. I forgot what all the other stuff was. I'm just like, not going to eat it. So what is okay for my body is turkey. And before I even went vegan, I was obsessed with turkey. Like I would eat turkey for breakfast. Like that's how much I love turkey. And so Thanksgiving was always the hardest for me not being able to eat turkey, even though I would cook it. Like when we would host Thanksgiving here or Christmas or whatever, I would always bake a turkey, but I would never eat it. And oh, the smell drove me crazy. But I am now eating turkey and I'm also eating fish. I should not eat chicken. However, I cannot live this life without Chick-fil-A. I'm sorry. Like when I when I went back that week, it's only been a few weeks that I've gone back to eating meat and fish. But when I went to Chick-fil-A, I was like, oh, heavenly. This is heavenly. Um, but I'm going to keep it limited because I don't want to go back to being unhealthy. So I'm watching what I'm eating um, as far as like the breads and just, it, it's just been a, a whole change. And the irony of it, guys, I went vegan to lose weight. I kept gaining and gaining and gaining. And now I realize why, because eating all the wrong foods was killing my metabolism. No matter how much I worked out, no matter how much good stuff I ate, like because it was the wrong foods for my body, it was killing my metabolism and it was literally killing my stomach. So after I cut all that stuff out, like I no longer eat tomatoes, I no longer eat chickpeas, I no longer eat, I try not to eat any beans at all. Um, I'll have it occasionally, but I'm not eating beans anymore. Um, peanuts and all that stuff, I've lost weight. Ain't that about a mess. <laughs> you know, I go vegan for three years. I've not had meat for three years thinking that this was the solution to regulating my weight. Although I was healthy, like blood work wise, when I got my physical, 100% healthy. And that was great, but um, it was just bad. Like I was just gaining, gaining, gaining. And it was it was really emotionally taxing to get on the scale and continuously be gaining weight and like clothes not fitting. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing all the right things, but I actually wasn't. So, but I've lost weight, guys. That is like within a few weeks, um, of like changing my diet, including fish, like salmon, and um, including that turkey and stuff, and making sure like buying organic and not buying trash food. But um, I've lost weight. Isn't that crazy? So that's the big takeaway that I got from the fast. And I know most people were like, oh, I thought you had like some spiritual enlightenment. Nope. I just learned what was better for my health, and I just started eating better for my health. And you don't know what you don't know. And um, so I recommend to you guys the book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type. They have one for every blood type. I'm going to be positive, but they have, you can honestly just Google it and you can see what foods they recommend. So if you are like me and you've been like working out and you think you've been eating right, but you still haven't been able to lose weight, like that may be the thing. So I would definitely recommend you checking it out. The other thing that I took away from that fast was prioritizing the reason that I went on the fast because I was overwhelmed. Like I told you guys, I was doing a podcast. I was doing um, contributor work. I was um, doing clients. I was doing work, work, like my nine to five. And on top of that, you know, 
being involved in my community and our life group at church, serving in church, and just trying to be a good family member. And it was just also overwhelming. So I just needed a break. So one of the things that came out that fast for me was prioritizing. The one thing that the fast revealed to me was my lack of prioritization in my life. And I thought I had prioritized based on what was important to me, but I soon realized that I was not. You know, in my mind, (laughs) I was prioritizing God, myself, meaning my health and wellness, my husband, my family, my job slash business. But in reality, it was really my business, my husband, God, myself, and family. Like literally, I would go to work during my lunch. I would work on business stuff. When I came home, I would work on business stuff. I would cut it off when my husband got home so I can give him my full undivided attention, which sometimes was questionable. But I would give my husband attention. I would make sure we had food to eat, that we were having conversation every night. Like like he never felt neglected. And then God. Then I would do a little prayer and then I would try to read my Bible on my Bible app, but I was never consistent. I was never consistent about, at that time for a long period of time, I was never consistent about working out. Like my husband would, we would usually walk, well, he would run and I would walk, but we would go out and and exercise at the same time. And it was long months where he was out there by himself and I was sitting here on the computer while he was running and doing business stuff. And then my family was kind of last whenever they needed something. So my priorities did not match up what I was saying. And so it was a real reality check during that fast, like, girl, you need to get it together like you can't sustain this and and even if you do sustain it everything else is going to fall apart if your priority is not God first and then everything after so I really had to reevaluate what I was doing and get it together so I remember I was at a training at work we had a facilitator come in and he made the statement that stuck with me he said what is the priority there is no such thing as more than one priority There is one priority, everything else falls in line on the list. So if God was going to be my priority, that was it. He was going to be the priority. So I completely changed um, the way that I was doing my day. You know, whereas I would get up and I would get on my phone, check my email and all that stuff. Like, nope, got up. The first app, if I open an app, I try not to, is the Bible app. And I'll read a scripture to make sure that my priority is God. Like, even if the scripture does not make sense to me and I don't break it down that moment, at least the first thing that's going on in my mind is, hey, I'm grateful to God to be alive. And let me read what his word says today. And I just use the Bible app that most people have on their phone. And then I pray, I get up, get ready for work, and I sit down. And I was, I haven't done this in a couple of weeks, maybe, but I was consistent about it at least for a strong 21 days. But I would write down 10 things that I was grateful for. No, you know, I didn't use any special notebook or anything. I literally took my journal and wrote down 10 things I was grateful for. And I read the scripture for today. Then as I was getting ready to leave, I would pray. I would pray over the house. I would pray for my husband. I would pray for my day. I would make my declarations and decrees for the day. And then when I got home from work, because I limited my work to that time, the first thing I did was no longer hop on my computer and start working on business stuff. But when I get home now, I sit down and I delve deeper into that scripture that I had looked at that morning. And I write and then God just gives me stuff. And it's amazing how my life changed when I changed priorities. And the crazy thing, guys, is we know this. I know this. 
I've gone through this cycle before where I've gotten off track. And as soon as I get back on track and prioritizing and making the main thing, the main thing, your life catapults. Like God has been sharing so much insight and wisdom with me because I sit down and commune with him and I talk and I read and I study my scripture and I let God speak to my heart. And some of you guys have seen the result of that on my Instagram where I started doing um, Tuesday tidbits where I come in and drop a like one or two minute video where I share the message that I got from the previous week or even that week or even that morning where God has shared something with me and it's been so impactful to so many of the people who watch it and so that's the whole point of this thing like it shouldn't be about how can I grind 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 to get people to hear what I have to say instead it should be how can I seek God first and then all these things be added and at the end of the day he gets the glory he gets the honor he gets the praise and you guys are edified you learn something new that you can apply to your life so I switched it up y'all like Lecrae switch it up switch <laughs> I switched it up and my priority is now focusing on God and everything has fallen into place so how I was saying you know I'm not really on social media yet I'm being featured in articles. People are sharing my stuff. The audience is still growing. Like I'm getting opportunities. I had someone text me um, not too long ago and say, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it on a TV show. Um, I wanted to see if you can fill in. Now, it ended up being where it didn't work out because I was at work. <laughs> but they were on like a nationally syndicated news place and they were reaching out to me to say, hey, you you can do this. I can't do it, but you are the, uh, if they can't have me, I'm going to recommend you. Like those opportunities have been opening up for me. It's crazy, y'all. When I tell you it's crazy, but it is all a result of not me trying to make it happen, but allowing God to happen. And it's been the most, some of the most lucrative months in our business to date. And it just keeps rolling, <laughs> rolling in. And I'm just like, wow, God, like, all we have to do is put God first and make him our priority and everything. And the word says it, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you as well. And I'm not even going to break down that scripture because I had a revelation about that as well. But seek God first. And I know some of y'all are wondering, and I've gotten the question before, well, how do you hear from God? You know what? I hear from God when I just sit still and that the first thought and not a negative thought, but the first thought that comes to mind is like, oh, that's deep. Oh, I would have never thought of that. That is God talking to you. Like the things, the revelations that I've had, I would never have come up with this stuff. You know, that's God talking to you and nudging you and sharing, hey, if you, if you sit and spend more time with me, you'll get more revelations like these that will just open up your mind and open up opportunities for you. So it's been amazing, guys. I don't regret at all taking this break. I needed it. I needed to reset, recharge, rejuvenate, and I needed to get my priorities in order because guess what? Guess what happens after you do that? The test comes. And had I not had that moment in that time where I got my priorities straight and I knew that God was my firm foundation, when when the week that I had this past week came about, I would have crumbled. And when I tell you guys I had a stressful week at work, it was days where I was like teary-eyed, frustrated, coming home, getting straight in the bed, not wanting to talk to anybody. My husband having to go out and get us both food because I'm just like, 
immobile because I'm so stressed and frustrated. And I've never had such paralyzing frustration before. But had I not had that moment and that time where I made God the priority and made him the firm foundation, even when I was going through those difficult times, I would have been crushed. And granted, that was hard on me to just see myself in that position. But at least during that time, I knew that, okay, God, you're going to work this thing out. And certainly he did. And I'm actually sharing, um, this particular testimony, I think, I don't know, we'll see, on my Tuesday tidbits where I had such a frustrating week at work trying to figure out a program issue. And if you guys are in anything like computer programming or you do some coding or anything like that, you know that the slightest misplacement of something can wreck your whole day. <laughs> it can wreck your whole program and you can spend hours upon hours trying to figure out what it was. So it was one of those weeks. And I remember being so upset. I was frustrated and people were asking me for, can I get this fixed? And literally like over my shoulder. And it was just frustrating. If you guys, you guys know what I mean. Like you trying to fix something, you don't need 10 people asking you when you're going to get it done. Like, so the snapbacks at work was real y'all. If I didn't have Jesus, like I probably would have been fired <laughs> Last week, and I was so nervous telling my husband. He, I, I'm pretty. I'm surprised he didn't ask me. Like, do you still have a job? Because it was just that bad where people were just like, I had to taper my frustration in the way that I was talking to people. Otherwise, like, your girl would have been fired. But anyway, um, it was one of those situations where it was something so small and minute. But I was like, I couldn't figure it out. And my coworker, my colleague who was helping me, we could not figure this thing out. And I, I just got to the point where I was like, you know what, God. I thought about it after I had my day of sulking and laying in the bed. I was like, this is something so insignificant and so small in the grand scheme of life. One, why am I getting so upset about a cold? Like, a cold? I should not be getting this upset. But secondly, I was like, you know what? God, solve this problem. Like, I'm sitting here trying to do it in my own might and my own my own wisdom, my limited wisdom. And I was like, God, figure this thing out. And that next morning I got up, I was like, I have dominion over this issue i will solve this problem when you guys know a couple of hours late outer hours later my colleague walks into my office and he's like i figured it out mind you we have been going at it for hours that morning i came to work early and y'all it was something so small and i was like okay thank you god like i know my prayer i know my prayers get answered but had i not had that time where i prioritized and knew god that was going to show up and come through for me I would have crumbled and I probably would have been fired, to be quite honest. But anyway, guys, that's where I've been. Like, I've been prioritizing and just getting my life in order. And it's been so great. Like, I have not been on social media. I automatically post all my stuff and let it go. I'll come in and respond to you guys' comments. But, like, I needed to take a break because the other part of that was comparison. Mm -mm. I think I've dealt with that one before about how to not compare yourself. Like, I was dealing with that. Like, man, how are these people popping? Like, I know my content is more, you know, with the spirit of excellence and, and their, their stuff is popping and mine isn't. So, I had to get off because um, comparison is the thief of joy and comparison also distracts you from your purpose and I know I have purpose and I know what I'm called to do I'm very confident in that so me looking at other people who were in similar fields is just not helpful so I got off for that as well 
But as far as priorities go, I mentioned this on maybe a live stream. Actually, I think I, I for sure mentioned it during one of my speaking engagements and people keep asking me about what tools do I use? So now that I've shifted my priorities, how do I stay on track? So I wanna leave you guys with this one tool, Asana, A-S-A-N-A, -A -A, Asana. And I got put onto Asana mm, a couple of years ago maybe. And I never used it before because I didn't really like it when I first started off, like most products. But now I use it every day. I even implemented it in our um, in my workplace. Like I have my team using it now. Other teams are using now the whole business. The CEO is using it, so we're using Asana. I use it for my personal use as well. But it allows you. It's really a project management tool. So if you are into doing projects, freelancing and stuff, I use it with my clients. But it's also great for personal use. Like you can put daily tasks that you need to do and you can check them off. And as you check them off, a little cute unicorn flies across your screen and the phone vibrates. So I use that. So I have a reminders on there um, to, hey, have you prayed today? You need to get that done. Have you read your word? Have you exercised today? Like I have those daily reminders in there. And now I don't need them as much because I'm in the habit of doing it. Like when I wake up, I want to read. I want to sit down and read. I'm going to. I want to pray before I leave the house and all that stuff. Like now is a habit and I'm in the habit of doing it. But especially when I was just trying to make sure I was getting it done and not reverting back to what I was doing before, I put those reminders in and I listed them down and I, I checked them off every time I got them done. And this is a tool that I also use just in general for goal setting. Like the reason I'm able to accomplish my goals is not because I have this goal and I just do arbitrary work, but I break those goals down into things that I need to do every single day. And every single day I check them off and do them. And then before you know it, the goal is accomplished. So the tool is Asana. I'll leave the link in the show notes, um, but definitely check it out. I love it. Um, I know other people love it. It's free. So you know I love it. And so it's, it's great in helping you be able to track your progress, monitor your goals. And if you own a business, it's definitely one of the tools I recommend if you work with clients as far as project management, um, assigning tasks and due dates and all that stuff and having visibility to your process. So that's the tool I'm using. And if you guys are interested in the Bible, I use the Bible app. And then I also have my Bible that is falling apart. Y'all, I got a grandma Bible. <laughs> y'all, I got like words written in there. And I don't want to throw it away because I have notes written in my Bible. But my Bible is falling apart, y'all. When I say like whole chapters have fallen, <laughs> have fallen out. So y'all, if y'all want to send me a, a new Bible, I would appreciate that. Not really. I, I need to buy one. But I just don't want to get rid of this one because it has all my good notes and revelation in it. So um, I use the NIV version of, I can't, I don't even, y'all don't even know the name of the Bible no more. It's so old, but um, in case you're interested, because some people are interested in stuff like that. Um, my journal is literally just a journal that I got from Target years ago that I need to buy another one of and hopefully, you know, I actually got it from Walmart. It's one of those hardback journals that has like the um, page marker attached to it. So um, that's what I use as far as journaling. So anyway, guys, that's where I've been. I am back now. I will definitely try to be more consistent. I honestly, y'all, I want to do every week like I promised, but 
again, my life is all about priorities. And if I need to shift things out, I'm just going to have to shift things out. And I hope that you guys understand that. And I would hope that you would do the same in your life. So as, as you know it, I am back and I will be back with another episode, but I wanted to hop in let you guys know where I'm at. And hopefully this message, um, kind of helps someone else that you are now able to prioritize your life. All right, guys. I will talk to you in the next episode. Connect with me on social media at Girl Talk with Fo, and I can't wait to chat with you again. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for this episode of the podcast. If you like what you heard, head on over to girltalkwithfo.com forward slash podcast to sign up to be a part of our VIP squad. You'll get podcast episodes delivered directly to your inbox. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I am at Girl Talk with Fo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And if you like the show, make sure you head on over to Apple iTunes to leave a five-star rating and review. I'll talk to you in the next episode.